Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. Abe, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Heather. It's, how about uh, you? I am good because I am in a place of happiness <laughs> with springtime coming along. I know Mother Nature's oh, probably yeah. going to deliver unto us a few more winter days, but when March 1st mm-hmm. hits, I'm like, nope, springtime, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I'm just That's looking right. forward to getting outside and enjoying the cherry blossoms and all the other things that are lovely Absolutely. in our area this time of year. But uh, in the meantime, I did read an article that I need to talk to you about because it was startling to say the least when I I was on SeekingAlpha.com and saw the title, mm-hmm. most financial plans are set to fail miserably over the next mm-hmm. decade. So for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. it caught my attention as that headline is particularly jarring for those coming up on retirement within the next few years. Do you mm-hmm. agree? And if so, how can we work to make sure our financial plan does not fail? Sure, Heather. Yeah, great question. I do think that it is highly likely that a lot of retirement plans in the future will fail really? or will reach a point in their life where they're taking on too much risk and the market goes down and it doesn't bounce back the next month mm-hmm. as it did in 2020, right? Yeah. Maybe the Federal Reserve will just continue to step in and continue to rescue the economy whenever the market goes down. I don't know. But you would think that they won't be able to do that every time. Right. And if and when we have another market correction, downturn, crash, you know, we're down 20% or more, it is likely not to bounce back right away the next month. Remember all the way back to 2008, Heather. Yeah. When the markets were down 30 to 40%, it seems like yeah. a century ago, but it was about a decade ago, 13 years ago, mm-hmm. and the markets didn't recover for three to four years. And I'll tell you what, most pre-retirees and retirees that are just about to retire or just into retirement cannot afford for that to happen. Right. Seems like a long time ago, it will happen again, and we have to be ready. Right. So I think retirees in general, Heather, are in for a huge awakening in the future. I don't know when it's going to be. But that awakening will be when the market actually takes a dive again and doesn't bounce back immediately. And when that happens, I think there will be a huge awakening because for the first time in 13 plus years, retirees will be pulling monies out of their investments while the market's down at the same time, Uh creating double and triple negatives. And you may say, well, I don't have to take any money out. And if you're 72 years and older, yes, you do right? Whether you want to or not. So yeah, so we just talked to a lady who lives in Reston and she is single. She is 65 years old. She is retiring in 36 months. She's counting down the months. And so she's retiring. Yep. She's retiring at 68. Done a great job. About a million dollars saved. The issue or one of the reasons why she called into the show Mm -hmm. is because she's very concerned with what's on the horizon. You know, the market's being so overvalued, Uh uh, the debt out of control and everything going on. Right. So she came to us being invested as a seven out of 10. Basically, that would mean to our listeners that, you know, you're pretty high up on that scale of on a one to 10 scale with one being you're all in cash, 10 being you're all in, you know, the highest flying tech stock. She's at a seven. Wow. She wants to come down or wanted to come down to a three. In other words, she wanted to really reduce risk in her portfolio, start putting some protections and some defense mechanisms in place so that, God forbid, if the market does go down Mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40 percent, she's not wasting two, three, four years just to recoup the losses. And she has started to take some chips off the table. That's exactly why she called into the show and exactly what we helped her to do. 
Okay. So she didn't want to be a statistic, right? Right. A 2008 statistic or another statistic where the market goes down and she's got to work another few more years, right? Because mm-hmm. she's, you know, had a million and now she's down to six or 700,000. She didn't want to be that statistic. Right. So any retiree that doesn't have a written retirement income plan with protections and defense mechanisms built in place with airbags, with safety measures wrapped around their investments could be in for a huge awakening. Mm. So what do you do, Heather? You address those potential issues. And most people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s in the DC metro area have done a good job of saving and investing. Nine out of 10 people we meet with will have a half a million to three million bucks. Wow. So their savings, Heather, their amount of money that they've saved isn't the problem. The problems are everything that can affect their wealth and no one's talking to them about it. Wow. Right, they're meeting with their investment advisor, and they're continuing to talk about rate of return and how well they did Uh in 2020 by staying in the market and you know the market having bounced back. But anybody with their head down the last 13 years could have invested in the stock market and done well, right? Yeah, because the market was straight up essentially. Yep. What do you need an investment advisor for if the market's up 15 or 20 percent one year? You really don't need one. That's right. But you do need one. Mm when there's a lot of volatility around especially. And so what most people are calling into our show for, and the reason why this lady called in, was to help her put everything together, help her reduce risk in her portfolio, help her to take some chips off the table, help her to put some defense mechanisms, some safety measures in the portfolio, so that with 36 months or less away before full retirement, she can sleep as well as possible at night right before she retires. Listen, you know, I think this whole idea about the longevity of the market's bull run, it has, it has spoiled a lot of us, Abe. And I think that there are a lot of folks mm-hmm. that have gotten accustomed to where the markets have been. And what we really need to do is think about what might happen. Hope for the best, but plan for the worst. So another part of the planning process is, of course, to figure out what investments we do want to stay in with our money. But one of the most misunderstood retirement planning tools is the annuity. And I'm guessing we have some folks listening who have questions about how annuities work, but they're maybe a little reluctant to call somebody thinking that they're going to get put on the big sales pitch. So I was wondering if you could take a minute and talk about some of the most common questions that people ask you about annuities and offer us some answers. Heather, did you just say that A word? (laughs) Annuity. You just said the word annuity on the air. The A word. Look, when a lot of people hear the word annuity, Heather, they cringe. Right. It's like reverse mortgage. Sometimes a lot of people cringe when they hear that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's a pro and a con, a good and a bad of any investment you own or decision that you make, you know, whether it's real estate, pensions, annuities, cash, bonds, stocks, ETFs, gold, silver, Bitcoin, all of it. Pros and cons. And you know what? There are a lot of crappy annuities out there. And there are a lot of very good ones and there are a lot of middle of the road ones. And there are tons of insurance companies that offer these things. And some of the most common questions that we get about annuities are, if I die, when I die, Mm -hmm. will my family get the money that I have in the annuity? You know, what happens when I die? Right. And most annuities grow tax deferred and most annuities will pay out a death benefit. The account value is typically equal to the death benefit. In other words, Heather, if you passed away with money inside of an annuity, it's highly likely you would pass that money on to your husband. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Other questions. What are the fees? 
right? Right. We all know nothing in this world is free. Now, there may not be a fee that comes out of some of these annuities, but everything has a pro and a con. Everything has some type of cost associated with it, even if it's the cost of doing business. Let me give you an example. You might not be paying a high fee or a fee at all in your bank account. However, if you're not paying a fee, the bank has your money and it's revolving. And as soon as you make a deposit, it's out the door and they're Mm -hmm. investing it and loaning it out elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's a cost of doing business. Your money might be there. There may not be a fee. But what are you earning on your cash in the bank? Right. Right. So there's a cost. Right. And that's, again, maybe not a hard fee that's coming out, but there's a cost. There's a negative there. So we just had a couple that came in from Bristow, Virginia, Uh over in Prince William County. They have close to $2 million saved, and they had heard about the annuity word, the A word, Uh and they wanted to learn more about them. And they had questions about them. And one gentleman that they had met with prior to coming to us had recommended some fixed annuities where, you know, you could get a two, two and a half, three percent fixed yield and fixed return. And that's fine. They wanted to learn more about those. They wanted to learn more about, you know, is an annuity even appropriate in their portfolio and why? Uh Uh, There are four types of annuities, immediate annuities pretty much pensions, okay. deferred fixed annuities, which can pay out a fixed rate of return, like a two, two and a half, three percent mm-hmm. uh, you know, yield right now. There are variable annuities where if you're reading anything bad about an annuity, typically it comes from that category, okay. a variable. Why? Okay. The fees are high and you will have market losses inside of them as well because they're invested in the market. Okay, got it. 26 years ago, the fourth type came out, fixed indexed annuity. Okay. Certainly not perfect. Annuities are not perfect, but it's a hybrid of those first few that I mentioned. 26 years ago, they were born for people who said, you know what, Heather, I want more than a two to 3% return on my dollars without the high fees and volatility in a variable. Okay. The fixed index annuity was born. Okay. And what you get in that fourth group is you can get into a fixed index annuity with zero fee and with higher growth potential than in a regular fixed annuity. What does that growth potential look like? Maybe four to six percent. Okay. Nothing okay. crazy. Mm-hmm. So if an annuity is right for somebody, they're either going to want or need extra income in retirement or they're going to want or need to reduce risk in their portfolio and they're looking for some type of safety measure, some type of safety component where they can say, you know what, at least this chunk of money is not going to go down when the rest of the market goes down. Right. And we can reduce risk in somebody's portfolio by positioning an instrument like that into their plan. Right. So when we went through the four types of annuities, this gentleman and family out of Bristow, Virginia didn't even know the fourth group existed, the wow. fixed indexed annuity. And he was very surprised and we actually made a recommendation to put some money in that grouping as a way for them to reduce risk in their portfolio, to protect and preserve some of the dollars in their portfolio, and to help them generate a little extra supplemental income in their plan. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.